Hello, beautiful people. Good morning. God bless you. This is Festus Flourish Osemuahu. And today is the sixth day of the month of February 2021. This is Mary Diet, and it's good to be with you again today. All right. Every weekend, Saturday, Sunday, those of you who are regular listeners, you know, we often talk about sex in marriage and someone asked me not too long ago i mean apostle why doing this every weekend i mean how do you face criticism from uh, the conservative class of people who believe that uh, sex should not be taught in the church much more openly and that was the question and a very simple answer if god could devote an entire book in the bible the songs of solomon to marital sexuality I mean, we'll be doing ourselves disservice if we do not also talk about sex. And this is the reason why most marriages have been falling apart because we've been pretending about these things. Nobody wants to say the truth. We consider this aspect of our marital reality as you know a taboo to talk about. It's so sacred that you don't even mention it. All right, just let the husband and wife just do their own stuff within, knock out themselves, fall by it, arise by it. No, 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 no. It's that, that's not adequate. I've come to realize that uh, whatever you do not have knowledge about controls you. In other words, a lot of persons are gnashing in their teeth maritally today because they of the lack of knowledge or almost nothing about marital sexuality and you know what the enemy has a way of always giving us you know what um, we are not what we don't what uh, let me let me get the right word what um we are not supposed to get okay i think that's the right word yeah we, we desire something and um, the enemy has a way of just giving to us what we are not supposed to get just simply because we desire a change Yes, everybody knows that we need a change, we need change in marriage, sexuality, but because nobody wants to talk about it, um, somehow the enemy has found a way of giving us what we, 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 what they feel they can give to us and what we do not want, and that is pornography, sexual perversiveness. Somehow we learn these things and have access to these things on the internet. No matter how we try to kick against it and say, oh, we shouldn't talk about this in the body of Christ. But it's there in the open, in a perverse way. So if we don't teach it, people will learn it wrongly. Yeah, think about that. If we don't teach it, people will learn it wrongly. And so we are taking the bull by the horn to talk about marital sexuality so that people can begin to understand that as sacred as sex is in marriage, we need information, we need knowledge, we need to know. And it's because of the lack of adequate knowledge around this, you know, uh, the borderlines of marital sexuality. That is why the enemy, the devil, has really been tormenting us, fighting us, and taking advantage of our ignorance. So in MCI, we are committed to doing this, sharing um, deep knowledge about what marital sex is really all about, hoping that people will learn from it and uh, it would help them to improve their marital experience. Okay, God bless you. Um, few, for a few weekends now, we'll be talking about facts about sex in marriage. That's the topic we'll be looking at, facts about sex 
in marriage. And uh, today we're just going to sustain it and continue from where we stopped last weekend. And today we're going to be looking at the topic, don't put your sex life on the hold or on, on hold for anything. Okay, let me tell that again. Don't put your sex life on hold for anything. All right, that's what we're going to be looking at today. Now, let me just quickly give us a background to this. Um, most of you will agree with me that when you just got married, I don't know, maybe your marriage is five years now, 10 years, 20 years, 25. Yeah, you will agree with me that when you just got married, sex was like fire, fire, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, let's just set the house on fire, you know. You just wouldn't take your eyes away from each other. For you then, sex was like, oh, I mean, it can be in the morning, it can be in the night again, twice a day, and you wouldn't mind. And it was really very hot. You enjoyed yourself, all leading towards pregnancy. Then pregnancy came in. As soon as pregnancy came in, it changed the complexity. I mean, you started having, okay, first trimester, you don't have sex because of the baby. Then after the first trimester, you can continue. But even at that, it wasn't just the way it used to be. The hormonal imbalances in the body of the woman trying to adjust to her sex was more like, okay, let me just make my husband happy. Only few really will enjoy sex during the pregnancy. Otherwise, we call it maintenance sex, just maintaining and allowing their husbands to have access to them. Then after pregnancy, struggle to get back again, maybe she was on pills and all that, it's going to take her a while to adjust. So afterwards, you get older and older in marriage, you just realize that there are so many things that will make you not to want to have sex anymore. So many excuses. Um, sometimes these excuses are really very cogent to you. They are very genuine. Uh, but you, you are hanging on that template of excuses to say, okay, for this reason, I think it shouldn't be. But you will agree with me that it was never always like that. Even at that, then, those, these excuses you are sharing today or you are giving today used to be there, but it just didn't make any difference to you or any meaning. You just would just ensure that you get to have sex with each other. Now, friends, listen to this. At the point you started putting sex, marital sex on hold, for anything there can be, that was when you started losing your marital passion. Take note of this. Justifiable reasons, excuses, very perfect excuses, at a point that where you started finding an, a reason or an excuse to put sex on hold, that was when the marriage started losing its steam and started losing its passion. Yeah, you heard me right. Somebody will ask, I mean, what about fasting? Okay, no problem. Now you fast and you've decided not to have sex during fasting. Okay, no problem. But what about after the fasting? Can you connect back to each other again? Now, let me, let me even say it this way. Most times people fast and they break 6 o'clock in the evenings, okay? They have run out of the fasting for the day. They break 6 o'clock. Then in the evening, their husband comes around them. If the person is a woman, comes around her. I say, no, no, don't you know I'm fasting. Oh, fasting, but you broke with food. Now, listen now. You're fasting, but you broke the fast with food. Just so that you can continue on the next day. Now, sex to you now is carnality. So, I mean, why sex? You are fasting. Friends, it's wrong. 
except you heard God clearly under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Maybe this will even be a topic for another day. People should learn to fast based on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, and Jesus Christ was led into the wilderness to be tempted and fasted. Today, we just, oh, fast, you just do this thing routinely. We just so religious about it. And they will now use the religiosity of the fasting to begin to affect our marriage wrongly. And you can break with food now, but for the next 21 days, you shouldn't touch me. You, you don't know what you are doing. You don't. If you understand the sacredness of sex and the spirituality of sex, you will not even take it out of it. You will find a place around it. If you can use food to break in the evening, then you can also have sex in the night and even use it to pray. Do you know one of the most potent prayer room is sex room? Let me put it that way. One of the most potent prayer room is sex room. When you are in the sexual um, act with your spouse, okay? I mean with your spouse, legally and faithfully. That's the most potent platform for praying. A lot of persons don't know. We just think it's just all about the celebration of pleasure. Do you know what you are joining together? You are joining three things together. The body, the soul, and the spirit. Which you cannot always do when you are praying with your spouse. Okay, prayer time. You just pray. He stays there. You stay here. You just pray. It's different. Compared to when the three bodies, the uh, rather the the, the the two bodies have joined together. And then now you have not joined the three components of your body together. Do you know how powerful that is? So you can decide to break in the evening and have sex in the evening, in the night, to cool off and then to pray. Next day you continue, except by consent you have decided, okay, well, I'm not just going to have sex for the next seven days. And your husband consented to it. Your wife, in fact, wives, please listen to me. As well as those of you that have a way of using uh, fasting, fasting to burn your husband and, and, and put fire over his body. If you ask your husband or you tell your husband about your fasting intent, watch out for his reaction and be sure that he actually, from his heart, willingly allowed you to go ahead with the fasting without sex. Otherwise, he says, okay, no problem, noted, no problem, go ahead. Ask him, are you sure? Are you sure this is willingly from your heart? If you don't get that willingness from your husband's heart and you go ahead, you wasted your time. I'm not the one saying it is the Bible. The consent of the husband has a lot to do with his will. Inside of his soul, let me use that word. So if it's just about, well, let me just avoid trouble. I don't even know. If I tell her no now, she will say I'm the devil, okay? Let me just, if it's on that premise, that fasting is not passing through the roof. You know, I will say the truth the way it is. God respects that order of sexual, or rather of intimacy between the husband and the wife. Because he knows itself that act is spiritual. So you can't defraud yourselves. So keep asking him, honey, are you, are you sure? He said, no problem. Please promise me this is really from your heart. He said, it's from my heart. Okay. Now you know that he has released you. Otherwise, if you feel he's grumbling about it, he's asking you, how many days do you say you're going to do this for seven days? Ah, seven days? Ah, oh, can't you just do it for five days? <laughs> you know that something is wrong somewhere. Just leave it. 
or you do the fasting, break six o'clock and give him your body. You know why I, I, I've decided to talk about fasting because I know this is one of the major reasons why some people want to put their sex on hold. But truly, friends, there are other reasons why some people will put their sex on hold. E.g., I'm very busy. The workload on me ah, is, is so stressful. I have a deadline. You know what? Let's let just say that. Are you? No, 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 no. I'm very busy. Ah! You are not a wise man. You are not a wise woman. In that busy schedule, do what we call, um, uh, what we call it now? In French, use the, word, the, the right word. Sex, scheduled sex. Okay, that, that's the right word. Scheduled sex. Schedule it. You have an examination to write or you have a deadline um, to you are you are working towards and you have something to deliver maybe in the office and of course all through the week you are going to be very busy schedule sex put sex as part of the schedule and equation i know you are busy i understand monday tuesday if you used to have sex have love make love twice in a week okay because of your busy schedule monday you're going to be busy tuesday you're busy you know wednesday thursday on friday you are so busy on saturday schedule sex for that weekend i said this saturday is going to be my time with my wife or my husband schedule it talk to your spouse about it you know i'm going to be very busy through the week but you know what on saturday i, I want us to have a, a bedroom fellowship you know what you you have acted by wisdom because you have decided to give room and space for your sexuality in your marriage and so no matter what you do in the course of the week at least when that saturday comes because you know that you have already scheduled it you are going to shut down on so many other things if you're supposed to go out you could change your mind and say okay let me go out on sunday if you went out at all you could decide to come in much more earlier spend time with your spouse connect if only couples will understand what they lose with the absence of sex in marriage. They will not allow it. Find out. Those of you that are having challenges with your marriage, maybe crisis, find out. It all started when you started giving gap and space over your sexuality. If, if you are smart enough and you are sincere enough, you will know that what I'm saying is the truth. When it was no longer business as usual or every week, those days used to you both of you used to have it even four times a week, but at a point it became three times, it became two times, it became once. That was where your marriage you started losing your marriage. God, in His infinite wisdom, has made sex as a lubricant that keeps the machine of marriage going, it lubricates the machine. But for one reason or the other, don't you even know? Even that busyness, let me put it that way. You are busy, busy. It could be the strategy of the enemy. You are just busy, busy, busy. Oh, strategy of the enemy. Let's keep him distracted. So he won't even have time for the wife. And the same man I'll be doing as if, oh, sex is completely out of my mind. For one reason or the other, the day will not be expecting it. That's the day will fall into the hands of a lady in the office. Because he has piled it up from within himself. I didn't want to say this, and I want our wife to take note of this. Yes, I do understand. An average woman can avoid sex. It's easier for an average woman to say, let me just shut up my mind. 
if my husband is not around, it's easier. It's easier for the woman to shut up her mind if the husband is not around. It's okay, nothing. I'm a disciplined woman. I'm going to keep myself. And then whenever the husband comes around, she can be very wild. It's easier for the woman to do that. But I want you to understand that the man is not like that. The man is not like that. And that is why you both need to understand that there's a need. Especially if you are this, oh, I'm busy. I'm writing an exam. I'm doing something. Then you start finding that as a perfect excuse to deny your husband your body. You will lose much more. Men like sex. They want to have it as often as they can. Sometimes women are very passive about it. But when the husbands, their husbands hit the right button, they can really be wired. Friends, what we're saying is this. When you are quarreling with your spouse, with your husband, with your wife, you've noticed, you will notice that the first thing that will be out is sex. If you are quarreling with each other, you will not think about sex. Now, if you bring in sex on board and both of you are enjoying it, it means that there is the absence of quarreling. Yeah, there might be skirmishes here and there, disagreements here and there. Sex will always have a way of, you know, cleaning things up. Because whenever you want to have sex, you know, you will always be in the right mood. So if there was resentment, you will let it go. If there was this attitude of, oh, you left the house in the morning, you didn't speak to your husband, your wife, because you know you want something that night, you will speak. You see what sex does? Except both of you are, um, <laughs> I will put it now. You're just enemies to yourselves. Yeah, you are doing this out of duty. You're not talking to yourself. Oh, yeah, just lie down. Let's just do this and accept that. But sex is something of the mind. It's something of the heart. And the expression often flows from within. And that is why it takes couples to be at peace with themselves to be able to engage in it. Now, even if you fake it and you give it out, out of duty, but at least there is still something connecting both of you. Let me say this. No matter what you lose in marriage, try not to lose sex. Let me tell you that again. I want to just make emphasis on this. No matter what you lose in marriage, try not to lose sex in it. Because the moment you lose your sex in marriage, that marriage is gone. Please take note of this. Write it down somewhere. That marriage is gone. Even when you see your husband pulling away, your husband used to run after you, you know, like a... Uh, all these uh, dogs that they just give them uh, something to jack them up. He used to, ah, yeah, sweet, oh, you're very sweet, oh. And all of a sudden, just notice he's pulling away. Don't ignore. Don't ignore. My husband that wouldn't see my nakedness before and then he would not, he would, uh, would not avoid keeping his eyes on me. Now he sees my nakedness, he won't even make any comment, he won't even touch me. Something is wrong. He's pulling away from you. Both of you will lie down together on the same bed. He will not even teach you, uh, touch you rather. Something is wrong. You don't give him that space. You don't allow him to have that, whatever is going on in his mind. Sit him down. Bring him on board and say, let's talk about this. This isn't you. Let's talk about it. Is there anything the matter? Oh, so that was the problem. I'm okay. No, 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 no. I know you. In a week, you wouldn't touch me. Ah, no, 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 no. What, what's the problem? But some women will feel, oh, it's even good. Thank God it's not even disturbing me. Ah, thank God, though. No, now you are not helping yourself. And then for you as a man, you also notice that your wife is pulling away. This is the same woman that when you do all your, 
um, mesmerizing uh, toasting and all that she falls into your hands she's just willing to submit to you and all that she wouldn't say no and all of a sudden there is this holding back she's not asking for it anymore she's just quiet she's just passive about it don't just leave her that way something is wrong somewhere again it is dialogue from dialogue get into the act let me say this as a random friends couples out there take note of this it's easier for us to say it's the devil devil but see we have our responsibility if 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 we need there are excuses or reasons why you should keep away from it as much as you can do what we call scheduled sex get around it make up for it if in a particular week you are very busy make up for that week the other next week if for whatever reason you had to travel you were away for a month by the time you return back make up for it for the next few days do a call fire fire you know that kind of stuff money and night money and night you know make up for it it will help both of you to bond and gel together god in his infinite wisdom has put sex in marriage just so that couples can connect oh friends i wish i can say this much more and dwell on this the bible said we should partake in communion as often as we can in remembrance of christ do you know communion which of course is the covenant between christ and the church is the same as in the equivalence of sex between the husband and the wife Ah, don't worry, come into the faculty, we will lecture you more on that. And so if communion is about as often as you can, it means that sex will also be as often as you can. But whatever it is, understanding is very, very vital. Talk about it, but don't be deliberate where you deliberately deny each other. Or you, you are using spirit or spirit to burn your husband and say he, he has to understand. If he doesn't understand, you know he will be a devil now. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. Get a way around it, but ensure that sex is part of your weekly and daily routine, if as much as you can, if you can. And you see the way it's going to turn around your marriage. God bless you. Let's hold it here today because of time, and uh, by God's grace, we'll continue from here tomorrow, God willing. Okay, you can connect with us in case this is your first time of having access to our audio. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-81071-261-48. And of course, we will get back to you. God bless you. Let's continue um, tomorrow from where we stopped today. God willing and God helping us. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great weekend. Bye. Mm-hmm.